You are listening to Man Behind the Machine. Third and six. Brady dancing. And it is Jeremy Lane. Still on the run. Tripped up. And he's down. Two Venice cameras, typically used in movies and TV commercials, to provide what executive producer Harold Bryant called a cinematic and almost 3D shot in tracking players on the field during timeouts. A 53-foot movie bird crane in the upper concourse to also provide movie-style sweeping shots. Overall, CBS will have more than 120 cameras, some robotic, some with 4K and 8K technology for extreme close-ups, positioned around, on and over the field and, of course, in the pylons. It's about telling stories, being innovative and embracing the challenges, Bryant said. Players were equipped with a set of Zebra Technologies quarter-sized Rafid sensors embedded in their shoulder pads, each emitting a unique radio frequency. Stadiums used by the NFL were refitted with radio receivers to track and pinpoint every player's field position, speed. Here it is, the halftime show, wardrobe mishap, I don't know, lights gonna go out, signaling, who knows what's gonna happen. Buccaneers up 21 to 6. The weekend's coming on. No, not Saturday or Friday, but the band the weekend. And they're doing some SpongeBob um, augmented reality and some other fireworks there in the end zone. You know, like kind of like exclamation points around the uh, the helmet of the player. He said primetime TV turned into slime time TV. That's their quote. And anyways, I was driving and I heard on NPR they said Tampa Bay's beating. They know they said Tampa Bay beat Kansas City. So it was the first quarter and NPR already told us who was going to win. Nice, huh? Here it is. Here we go. Halftime show, they got Las Vegas with the Pepsi symbol and the, the race car. He's walking out on the stage outside of a car. There's somebody flying down. What's going out there? This is your pal John Travolta, and you're listening to Man Behind the Machine. It's like, you know, it's like so weird. Good morning, thanks for calling. Hey, speaking, how may I help you? Hi, uh, Deli, please. Please hold. Super Bowl Sunday, let's get ready to rumble! Give the people bread and circus! Happy Super Bowl Sunday. How are you? Good. How uh, are you? Good. I'd like to order. Do you have curbside for um, deli? Um, I think you have to go through Instacart. Well, when I go through Instacart, it doesn't give me the option for deli food. Oh, it doesn't? No. Oh, you mean like hot food? Correct. Just hot food. Oh. If, okay. I, if I purchase it, can you uh, deliver it to my car and I come pick it up? But what I'm saying is... You have to have probably an order through Instacart. Yeah, but Instacart doesn't allow for hot food. 
Well, they get whole chicken, so I think somehow, I mean, if you, are you going to get Instacart today? No, I just wanted deli food. Oh. Um, hang on. Okay. A hot food and I can't do it on Instacart. Can I order it and you could deliver it to my car? Um, you know, what is it saying to you with Instacart? Well, it just doesn't allow me to order hot food. Does it allow you to do a special request? Uh, no. Okay. So what I would do, uh, what I know other people do is you just send in for, say, you know, uh, a thing of bread, and then you put under there, would rather have a thing of chicken. I, we don't, I mean, depending, I suppose I probably could help you out and do this. We're really busy right now, though. Okay. Um, let me... So, yeah, it, you would have to pay for it. Correct. We don't, do, we don't take, just take out orders. You have to either go to Instacart or you have to go to cup, shopcub.com. Um, I do apologize. There's not much really I can do about it. But like I said, if you wanted to, you could put an order through and instead of whatever it is that you pick out you could put chicken and then it, and then it would go through now the thing is is that right now we're very busy so i don't know what time we even have for you to come pick it up um we might even be full until later on so okay. i would what what i would do what i would try to do if i were you is if um I would try to put an order in for something and then put a note in there stating that you just want, like, you know, a 10-piece fried chicken. I don't know if that's exactly what you want, but yeah, right. okay. it, if you put that on there, then we can get it, then we can ring you up, then you get rung up through Instacart, and then we get paid. Now, is so, that, now do I have to put that instruction at the last screen or what? How does, that, um, how does that work with the special exceptions? Well, I believe when you, so when you put in or hit whatever it is that you're choosing, you can also, like, do a remark 
Um, a lot of people say, like, you know, I don't want bruised uh, produce. Right. Uh, you know, so if, if I think if you if you click on one of them, you'll be able to fill in. Um, you know, I I would say just large chicken meat. I and if we can get it through today, if you're able to get it through today, I will let everybody know that if that order comes in, it's not for whatever you're ordering. It's actually for chicken. Okay. Do you understand? I mean, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. Thank you for your help. Um. So, what? Um. That I don't know. I, I believe they would have to um make it, but you know that could that probably takes a little while, and then we fill them with our phones. Okay. So I can't guarantee you anything, but you would you should be able to pick a uh, make a choice of when you want your delivery, and if it's ASAP, you could probably put ASAP on there, and then they'll try to get it through to us. And then you'll text uh, me and let me know. I'm sorry. And then you'll text me to let me know, you know, what the well, status. What will happen is, is yes, you will get a you will get a notification through um, Instacart or either a notification or an email. I can't remember exactly which one. I think it's an email actually, hmm. stating that here's your pickup time, here's your pickup day and time. Um, you know, basically it tells you exactly what to do and then we know when you're here. Okay. Yeah, try to get it through. Um, uh, and if it goes through, like I said, I'll tell everybody and let them know and um, hopefully we can get you through there and get you your chicken. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you you have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks. Well, I'm afraid not. It's coast to coast, hey. worldwide, global television appearance. <laughs> yes, that's right. I'm here to tell you about this heinous scheme hatched with an Alex and Mineral. But for what you ask? World domination? Nay. Far more packed. A virus called Vinci that when launched would cause Alex and Mineral tankers to capsize? This to be blamed on the this virus really smokes the right? that someone would create such a nasty anti-social very uncool virus Could it be the
mind if I smoke? Get hot! Get out, get out, get out! All right, I'm going to ask you a few questions. Just relax, please. example of, of computer music, and computer music is our subject today. This, this little RAM pack, which I have over here, has 15 songs on it. Uh, matter of fact, there's a, a ROM chip of the month club now where you can buy your popular songs on a chip instead of on a, a cassette tape or, or on a record. Uh, this is a, a simple example, but, but how this does a computer This story takes place on the frontiers of technology, well, but it begins in one of the world's oldest cities. Jerusalem. It was the worst case yet. Somebody tried to threaten the country's education, business, maybe even its military intelligence. They planned to wipe out the computer banks at Hebrew University, the nation's largest school, using nothing more than a virus. The Hebrew University virus spread into the Mossad, which is Israel's version of our secret service. It then spread into the United States. What does a virus have to do with computers? Well, this kind of virus is a very brief computer program written to attach or integrate itself into other programs that it finds in the computer circuits. It hides inside them, then does whatever damage its creator wants. Let's say there's a virus hidden somewhere on this floppy disk, which is sort of the magnetic card on which programs are often stored. If I put this disk in the computer, whether I'm writing a book or doing my taxes or just playing a game, I am very much in danger of infecting any other disk I put in that machine. That's because, once inside the computer, the virus is designed to reproduce like a real virus. As it searches for programs to infect, it can spread from one disk to another, from one computer to another when people share the programs on their disks. Sometimes the computer virus even mutates, so it's impossible to trace. That killer virus, for example, could delete millions of programs in a matter of weeks. Fred Cohen invented computer viruses as an experiment five years ago, but only last fall did anyone abuse them. Students at Lehigh University in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, found some of their schoolwork disappearing in a flood of gibberish. And consider how much of our society depends on computers. Your bank account, your plane reservations, even your health care. Then you'll understand what's important about the viruses infecting them. Information stored on computers is valuable, and in many cases, it is used to make life and death decisions. An East Coast hospital lost 40% of its patient records. A Seattle software company found it was selling a program with a virus already on it. A member of a German computer club is being prosecuted for planting a virus in this NASA computer outside Washington. It's a very serious situation, and uh, it is, uh, in some cases, if... Uh, done under certain circumstances could be, in fact, espionage. Engineers say a virus probably can't get into military computers or air traffic control systems or banks, but there's enough concern going around that people are going to need a lot of reassurance, and there's no saying what those unseen virus writers might do next. It's kind of scary to me that these people are so bright to come up with this stuff, but so stupid not to consider what might happen if it if it gets out there. Business is booming for antivirus computer programs like Data Physician, Flu Shop, and Viralarm. But none of these programs can do it all. The bugs in Jerusalem and at Lehigh seem to have been cured, but nobody's entirely sure.
middle class homeowner in America will have some kind of home computer or home terminal. Do you foresee a time when most people in Madison will have computers in their homes? In other words, the, the, the middle class homeowner in America will have some kind of home computer or home terminal. Do you foresee a time when most people in Madison will have computers in their homes? Oh, sure. Well, I've heard that in the um, future, a uh, computer like this would be as, as normal as a color TV is now. So you want to get one? Yes. Tell me this is one of your simulations, Mr. Nakitri. All right. Flush the bombers, get the subs in launch mode. We are at DEFCON 1. DEFCON 1. Soviet submarine launch detection. Let's go into a launch mode. Close up the mountain. This is Crystal Palace. We're closing up the mountain. You'll have to hurry. These computers give us instant access to the state of the world. Troop movements, Soviet missile tests, shifting weather patterns. It all flows into this room and then into what we call the Whopper computer. Whopper, what is that? The War Operation Plan Response. This is uh, Mr. Richter. Paul, would you like to tell these gentlemen about the Whopper? <clears throat> well, the Whopper spends all its time thinking about World War III. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, it plays an endless series of war games using all available information on the state of the world. The Whopper has already fought World War III as a game time and time again. It estimates Soviet responses to our responses to their responses, and so on. Estimates damage, counts the dead, then it looks for ways to improve well, its score. But the point is that the key decisions of every conceivable option in a nuclear crisis have already been made by the Whopper. So what you're telling me is that all this trillion-dollar hardware is really at the mercy of those men with the little brass keys. That's exactly right. Whose only problem is that they're human beings. But in, what, 30 days, we could replace them with electronic relays. Get the men out of the loop. Gentlemen, I wouldn't trust this overgrown pile of microchips any further than I could throw it. And I don't know if you want to trust the safety of our country to some uh, silicone diode. General, nobody is talking about entrusting the safety of the nation to a machine, for God's sake. We'll keep control, but we'll keep it here at the top where it belongs. All right, gentlemen. I think I'm going to recommend McKittrick's idea to the president, and I'll get back to him. 
strategic ballistic missiles before they reached our own soil or that of our allies. I know this is a formidable technical task, one that may not be accomplished before the end of this century. I call upon the scientific community in our country, those who gave us nuclear weapons, to turn their great talents now to the cause of mankind and world peace, to give us the means of rendering these nuclear weapons impotent and obsolete.
Don't you guys see? Don't you realize? He was a pro. He never made it this far. But the far we've come, we've got a chance. Chance at what, Mikey? Getting killed? Davey, I want to get those walkie-talkies back. Sure, Morris. 
Mastered copy of Michael Jackson's Thriller on minidisc. This here is the Sony MZ N505 portable minidisc player and recorder. And this, of course, here is a recordable and re recordable minidisc. Now, audio minidisc is something that you can find all over YouTube, and everybody knows audio minidisc because that was the number one thing that minidisc was known for. But we already know from one of my previous videos that MD data was the thing. That's why we have the data here. So really, if you want to watch a video regarding me talking about MD audio, that's not going to happen. Personally... What would happen if we detonate... This 1980 transit Unfortunately, there's very few things, and most of them are very low probability. Some big volcanic explosion, gigantic earthquake, asteroid. Well, at least in the nuclear case, you've got to say we take it quite seriously. We budget a lot of money, have a lot of people who think about nuclear deterrence. And I'm very glad that work's been done. And I rate the chance of a nuclear war in my lifetime as being fairly low. Uh, I rate the chance of a widespread epidemic far worse than Ebola in my lifetime as well over 50%. If we look at the 20th century and we look at the death chart of the 20th century, I think everybody would say, oh yeah, there must be a spike for World War I. Sure enough, there it is, like 25 million. And there must be a big spike for World War II, and there it is, it's like 65 million. But then you'll see this other spike that is as large as World War II, right after World War I, and most people, a lot of people, say, well, what was It offers that? you a choice, so far unknown in the United Kingdom. There's two kinds of flus. Recorder. There's flus that you can spread between humans very effectively, and there's flus that kill lots of people. And those two properties have only been combined uh, into a widespread flu once in history. Well, that is Spanish flu. We have no idea where it came from. It's called the Spanish flu because the Spanish press was the freest. They were the first to talk openly about it. And so in the annals of epidemic history, that's the big event. I funded a disease modeling group that uses computer simulation. And that work has been phenomenal in helping us target our polio eradication resources and you know, which parts of Nigeria should we work harder on. And it's very natural if you have a group like that to say, hey, 
look at something like the Spanish flu in the modern day. At the back of Macintosh, you'll find two built-in ports for connecting a printer, a modem, or to AppleBus, Apple's own local area network, as well as a dedicated port for an external disk drive. The image writer printer from Apple is specially designed for Macintosh. By plugging a modem into your Macintosh, you can communicate by telephone with electronic databases and news services. You can also emulate DEC VT100 and IBM 3278 terminals. You can expand the storage capacity of your Macintosh with an external disk drive, just like the one we built in. And if you work with lots of numbers, you'll appreciate the optional numeric keypad. And when you're ready to travel, Macintosh can easily go along. The durable carrying case is strong and waterproof. Your Macintosh, keyboard, mouse, manuals, and software all fit neatly inside. Even fully loaded, the carrying case is light enough to go anywhere you go. The real genius of Macintosh, the world's newest personal computer, isn't its 32-bit microprocessor or its Lisa technology, or that it captures the power of a mainframe on a board 10 by 10 inches, or even that it costs half as much as computers have. Hello, I'm Bill Gates, chairman of Microsoft. In this video, you're going to see the future, Windows. Ah, Microsoft John. first came up with the Windows concept back in 1983. I remember you. And today, you? the leading software users have switched into the Windows environment. It's really incredible how quickly our powerful applications like Word and Excel and PowerPoint have been adopted. It's not just Microsoft applications. Even companies like WordPerfect and Lotus have now come out with Windows applications. And every week, we see new innovative work. It's really attracting all the innovation in the industry. We predicted this a long time ago. And now it, it's the future. Let's take a look. But <clears throat> there is one more thing. And we've managed to keep it secret. It turns out that nobody's ever made translucent plastic in colors this Squad big Squad leader on solely. Uh, well, but there is one more thing. There is one more thing. No wires. No wires. And, uh, oh, wait a minute now. Uh, there is one more thing. Apple cinema display. Wait a minute, though. Wait a minute. I forgot. There is one more thing. It's called the iMac DV. Uh, the book is I do the need for conformity, not just in ideas, but with the way one DV actually looks, the surface. Just... So i got one last thing. And I'm going to drop the interim title. But there's one more thing. There is one more thing. Look at this. It's incredible. Let me just show you how thin this is. But there's one more little thing. Today we are introducing iPods for Windows. Wait a minute, there is one more thing I forgot about. Today we are introducing a model with a 17 inch landscape display. Let's go ahead and take a look at it. A new 12 inch power book. There is one more thing we wanted to talk about today. Here it is. <clears throat> so. So the Russian language is like very difficult technically. There's a lot of grammatical aspects. 
What's special about this mouse? Well, it's wireless. And we've got a wireless keyboard to go with yes. it. There's just now one more thing. It Three. comes in colors. Yes. So in addition to Formal silver, we have gold. Thanks but for there watching. is one Pew more likes thing. Learning. This is the U2 iPod. It is gorgeous. But there is one more thing. This is the new iPod Shuffle. But we do have one more thing today, and that is TV shows. But there is one more thing that I want to talk about. And this is the new MacBook Pro. It has an Intel Core Duo chip in it. There is one more thing. Today we're going to talk about adding movies. Yeah, it was to put the all of broadcasting's store. eggs in one basket and then watch But there is that one last basket. thing. Here it is. This is what it looks like. RCA's and, first uh, step was to buy out Marconi's ITV. American operation. But we do have one more thing. <laughs> so I would really like it if you would join me in welcoming John Legend. But... Keeping it under American control. There is one more... RCA got a better deal than they realized. Marconi Company came with the self-assured, determined David Sarnoff. Sarnoff would one day become the father of television, but first he would transform radio. At 22, Sarnoff outlined his vision for radio in a brief document known as the Radio Box Memo. Sarnoff envisioned a device in the home where people could receive music, news, and sports. The memo outlined and organized a system of regular programming five years before it happened. But Sarnoff's idea received a cruel reception. Technical challenges hadn't yet been overcome, and even though it was possible to broadcast voice and music, why would anyone want to? While it lined image, Zawarkin began working for Sarnoff. Philo T. Farnsworth now had serious competition. Zawarkin now had the megalith RCA behind him. Both men claimed they had invented television, and both men were right. Since Farnsworth and Zawarkin had done their work concurrently, the patent courts would have to decide who had been first. The deciding factor was Farnsworth's high school science teacher. He had copied the drawings of the 14-year-old boy off a Utah blackboard. This was proof that Farnsworth's ideas had come first. Farnsworth Hi. got Hi. his patents. Hi, my name's Monroe. The small-town uh, farm boy had taken on the giant heard. corporation and won. RCA now needed Farnsworth's patents to further develop television. They tried to pressure Farnsworth to sell his new patents to RCA, but Farnsworth wanted continuous royalties. Sarnoff had never allowed such a thing. RCA had built their entire fortune on... You can listen to their private phone messages and get their personal number where you can leave them a message of your own. $2 the first minute, 45 cents each additional minute. Ask your parents before you call. 1-900-909-3700. If you call me right now, I'll give you my private number. Um, you call that number and you'll hear a recording and I'll give you my personal number if you call that. Um, and we'll wrap. inside my kids this is where I belong let's take a look around here Ooh, what do we have here executive dad has the latest Apple PowerBook a little bigger a little heavier and a lot more expensive than the last generation of PowerBooks but with some interesting new features check this out no mouse instead you'll use a trackpad that responds to the lightest of touches and to stay in touch, I'll need the latest in multi-purpose phones. This screen phone from Philips will store a Rolodex full of phone numbers. You can also access your bank accounts, paying bills without writing checks, or take out a loan without the paperwork. All this for under $800. Nothing's the same in the office of the 90s. Even the pens are smart. Hey, dummy, don't forget to tell them about the Magic Memories picture frame. Soon to kick out of the AT&T video phone. Now, seriously, folks, any would-be executive worth his or her salt will want one of these. How does it work? 
It's basically a phone call with the audio and video transmitted over the same lines you now have. Watch this. Miss Crimshaw. Sir? Miss Crimshaw. Families today seem to have more to do than ever before. So we at AT&T are developing innovative new ways to help you. Welcome to AT&T True Experience. Please identify yourself by saying or selecting your name. Please repeat the following digits for voice print verification. 72342. Your personal information is protected by AT&T. True Experience is designed to help you manage all the details of your everyday life. To get the computers to learn from mistakes we couldn't afford to make. Except that I never could get Joshua to learn the most important lesson. What's that? If you is the time when you should just give up. A new feature in EOS 11 4.1, which Apple released earlier this week, is designed to protect against unwanted intrusions through the iPhone's lightning port. However, the protection may be weak at best. The feature, called USB Restricted Mode, disables data transfer through the lightning port after an hour of inactivity. In some cases, the phone might not charge, according to Apple. A popular fitness app provided a convenient map for anyone interested in shadowing government personnel who exercised in secret locations, including intelligence agencies, military bases and airfields, nuclear weapons storage sites, and embassies around the world. The fitness app, PolarFlow, publicized more data about its users in a more accessible way than comparable apps investigators found. There are times when looking at something narrowly can be more effective than taking a wider and more comprehensive view. If you don't believe me, consider the experience of looking at organisms in a microscope or watching a bird through binoculars. Distractions are minimized, allowing optimal evaluation and analysis of what's under investigation. Network devices with better security will be hitting the market this year, thanks to Wi-Fi certified WPA3, which the Wi-Fi Alliance launched Tuesday. The announcement paves the way for the proliferation of devices that support the new, more secure protocol for Wi-Fi communication, which is designed to replace the 14-year-old WPA2. The new protocol adds features to simplify Wi-Fi security. Worldwide IOT spending will total nearly billion this year, IDC has predicted. The IOT will sustain a compound annual growth rate of 14.4% and spending will hit 0.1 trillion by 2021, according to the firm's forecast. Consumer IOT spending will total billion this year, making it the fourth largest industry segment after manufacturing, transportation and utilities.